It's a brand new day with Nick, Tom, and Clay. They do stand up in Florida, so they're comedians, sort of. They're going nowhere fast, so they made a podcast. It's stand up close and personal. About this, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. Ah, there it is. It's a little nicer. All right, it's a little nicer for us. Yeah, here we go. Oh, it's so warm, warm in the just cans. Takes, just takes two. Warm in the cans. Just takes two. Tom has been absent. Tom has decided to uh, just really not show up uh, a lot. I think he was watching Netflix last I saw on Twitter. T- uh, Netflix. Uh, he claimed that he was writing today. There was a there was a uh, there was a claim. Twitter says otherwise. Twitter says otherwise. And it's on the internet, so that must be true. The internet never lies. Why would the internet lie? Hey everyone, episode eighty-seven, Sam Close of Personal. Last Sue Cap of of what year is it, Nick? Two thousand fourteen. Two thousand fourteen. Ain't gonna have another year like that. Do no. Choose off the tongue. I'm waiting for a good year. You know. I'm waiting for that to be like, uh, you know, when people are like, yeah, man, I had a great year. This was a good year. Solid. Solid. Oh, yeah. I uh, haven't had that yet. No, no. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it feels like. No. I got, off, of, I got off a plane, and when I got home, uh, I had to I had my neighbors saying that they saw a pregnant squirrel climb out of my unfinished roof. So I'm up there in the rain, like, tacking up fucking shit. <laughs> like, like, all right, a couple more days of this, and on to fucking greener pastures, right? Yeah. This is going to turn all right around. Uh, yeah, it's gonna get much. It's gonna get much better. I'm hoping that this will be my my year. It'll be my my good year. I'm waiting for that. Uh, You're moving in the right direction. You're making steps, making strides, doing stuff, You're getting shit done, doing stuff. I uh, I know Andrew Polk and Joe Cardosi from New Orleans uh, got on a uh, a list of of up and coming comedians. A little who's who's's. A little who's who's's. It was the top one thousand, but uh, that's still a list. <laughs> You were on a list, which is good for you. I'm not. I'm not on a list. That's how fucking like oversaturated just stand up comedy is. Yeah, it's just like here's here's this. How many? What ten? Ten? Another zero? A hundred? A thousand? Yeah, thousand. That's a shitload. I don't even think there's been like a thousand great comedians in the history of comedians. I don't know who this guy is who made it. Um, He's like the 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 guy opened the article by saying there's a lot of great. Up and coming comedians, uh, but I've narrowed it down <laughs> to a thousand. <laughs> I started out with way more. Yeah, I had to cherry pick. Yeah, it's 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 hard to really say that the list means uh, a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. Does it? Uh, I wonder if it goes in like empirical order. Like you know, one like he thinks number one is the best. You should look out for at number one thousand. You know, on that kind of thing. Because I'm just measuring just some dude at like not even like a headshot. You know what I mean? Just a picture of a guy like at a water cooler. Like he does open mic sometimes. Like, yeah. Hey. Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense because like I noticed that like near like eight hundred or nine hundred was Andrew Polk, and then like a Number one was somebody I've never heard of. Right. And then, like, number 340 was, like, Amy Schumer. <laughs> and then it was, like, 629 was Todd Berry. And you're like, what the fuck is this guy's problem? Did he just type, like, Google, 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 
comedian. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Amy. It might be. It could be a Scott, joke. It could be a joke. Andrew comedian. Uh, and that's not to um, discredit uh, Andrew or Jill because they're both very funny. Uh, but yeah, the the list is just something I saw on Facebook, and I was like, I, I, I okay, cool. One thousand up and coming comedians. I mean, I guess that could, it could satire. You know, it could be kind of like, kind of like the click hole, you know, kind of right. style. Um, but I don't know. It it it, it didn't make me. Uh, I'm not saying that's like a like long way to go for a joke, but I mean, a thousand top a thousand. Yeah, I don't know. The more I think about it, the more it feels like a, a joke. joke. When you put, because I don't know if he was even saying specifically up and coming. I think it was like comedians to watch out for in 2014 or 15 or something. Um, but like once you're putting like Todd Berry or Todd Glass on there, it's like up and come. No, these guys have been around for a long time. I want to know the uh, like the percentage. Like I want to check back on this top 1,000 list and just see like the percent quit, dead, fucking got married, gave up. You know what I mean? Just all sort of. What's these, uh, out of this top 1,000 up-and-coming comedians who is actually still a comedian? And then I wonder if they get moved into the top 500. Yeah. I mean, there were some people on there that were smaller names that I had heard, you know, on like, um, uh, like Put Your Hands Together. All right. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Could be. There's, could even, be. It's, there's even, like, ones that I've seen, because, um, you know, I'll check out because I'm extremely jealous of when it's like set on Conan, you know what I mean? Whatever comedian, and there's people that I've like never heard of that are. If I didn't done like no offense to Forrest Shaw, but if I had not done stand up comedy in Florida, I wouldn't know who he is. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Of course, I, I don't know who it is. Yeah. So I mean, I've seen other comics where I'm sure it's like if I didn't do time in you know Portland or Chicago or what have you that, I mean. Jesus Christ, shit, they're on TV and I'm not, but still I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? Like, I haven't seen you on anything. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, a lot of people come in, th- in and out of um, Conan. You know, it's, I mean, it's how, it's how it's always been. You know, guys who were on Letterman, you know, 20 years ago, who just suddenly were never heard of again. You know, Mark Maron has some of those guys on his show. Right. That were... That still tour, though? That, like, well, it's still tour, and yeah. some that just completely gave up. Oh, yeah. Which is always interesting. It's always interesting to hear a comedian that's just like, no, I'm out. I'm out. It's been 20, 20 years, 20 plus. I'm done. Out. It just seems weird to, to retire as a comic, comic when you're not like in your 70s. Yeah, right. You know? You're like, I'm 40 something. If that, I'm done. Yeah, you should be just like hitting your stride. Go Per the math. Yeah. You should be. You're exactly. Like, right, is, exactly. The iron is hot. Strike. Yeah. You've toiled to be peaking right forever. Now, which is bizarre. I don't know. It's like, uh, I think it was I Am Comic. Um, there was a <clears throat> comedian who, uh, in, in his interview, he said, yeah, I just, ga- I just, du- I was done. Yeah, I was uh, writing, he was like, I was writing with like, with a letterman, and he named like a couple other famous funny people. And he was like, and then I went to the improv, and I was doing this set, and I looked down, and there's this guy with like his feet propped up, and he's got his arm around his girlfriend in the front row and this look on his face. And it was like such a condescending look. He was like, I just thought I was just writing fucking Letterman. And this guy, and this guy, he's like, and this fucking nobody is looking at me like I'm nobody. Essentially, that's what he's saying, paraphrasing. But he was like, yeah, and that was it. 
as a last set like yeah, ever that did. Fucking yeah, man. I, I hope that guy sees that movie because I would even have a, a, that could even add to whatever his face he was doing with that look. That just like. Like, he's just up to character in a video game with that yeah. information. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like the boss like, at the yeah, end of some yeah. stand-up comic like, I'm game. Just, I've, I've literally changed lives doing yeah. this. Okay? Yeah. All right? Do you understand? I make people quit. You got me? You got me? I judge so well. I don't even got to do nothing but show up, and I make people quit their goddamn job. Quit yeah. what they love. Quit what they devoted their lives to. Just yeah. some... Two, what, uh, you know... Like what a what an easy fucking out, you know what I mean? It's not like you're a doctor, you know, in the middle of fucking operating and you just see like some fucking like super tumor or something, you're like yeah, I, 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 right. I can't do it. Or it's not like a fireman, just like Or or like uh like babysitting. Can't just walk out on there. <laughs> yeah. I uh I, I I thought um I don't know. I was thinking about that because I, I, I watched this documentary, um <laughs> I feel so pretentious sometimes saying this stuff. That you watch I watched doc- this documentary. documentary. Do you see? Uh, but I do watch a lot of documentaries. And I saw, I was telling you about, um, <clears throat> what was it? Happy People. The people in uh, uh, Siberia. Siberia. And this guy is talking about cr- uh, cr- uh, man's craft. And he says, uh, you know, a craft is the most important thing for a man. He's like, the, you can take away his wealth, you can take away his health. You know, as a woman or whatever, you can't take away his craft. And I think about that all the time. And it, it makes me think a lot about Louis and uh, how he said, you know, when all that shit was going wrong in his life, crashed his motorcycle, got fired from, you know. Doing all those spots, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that was, well, actually, that was, that was uh, around the boom, the, yeah. yeah. But, then, but, like, but then he got crashed his motorcycle, all that shit fell apart. Yeah, but there was like one point where... Like, he lost some writing jobs or whatever, and he was like, but stand-up was always, always there because he was always being a, a good comic, you know? And he said, like, when he went on tour that one time to, to do uh, his first hour, like, his first, like, just fucking chuck all that other shit, he was like, if, like, this show, that was what he said, he said, if Lucky Louie gets canceled, he's like, then... I'll, I'll, I need to be a good stand-up. Like, I have to be the best I can be. If it does, I'll probably quit stand-up. Like, if it doesn't get canceled, he said, I'll, I'll probably quit stand-up and just do that, uh, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. But, because uh, he was in a shitty place in stand-up. But then he, you know, he fucking decided, you know, I'm going to become the best as I can be. And then that fucking show gets canceled. Boom. And now he's like, all right, well, I got this, this hour, you know, which is, uh, so I kind of tie that together with, um, with uh you know craft and how important it is i it, it's still the the approach that like i think every comedian should take and i don't see why you should ever take any other approach you know what i mean like that whole thing of like uh being famous or like the the the, the you know and we talked about this on the on the podcast but people who want to write an album after a first year or to the their first two years you know it's like you're not even good. No. You're not good. You think you're good. You wrote some jokes that are making people laugh, and you got 30 minutes. Yeah, but you're saying shit. Yeah, it's just like, why would you do that? Why would you put yourself out there like that? Unless you're that weird Asian guy that got picked up by Seinfeld. Remember the guy? He was an a- he's an Asian like redneck, ra- Asian oh, blue collar. Oh god, yeah. What the fuck was that dude's name? He was doing stand up for like three years or something. Or two years, something absurd, and he got picked up by Seinfeld and went on tour with Seinfeld. Them. So unless like you're impressing Seinfeld, 
Like, just Let's fucking hear- stay under the radar, you know? Just get good. Let's hear the diamond in the rough that is an Asian redneck yeah. who's doing, I'm guessing, like, cleaner comedy. Yeah. Uh, All clean, yeah. Yeah, right? Impressing fucking Seinfeld? Yeah, ain't, unless you're impressing Seinfeld. Ain't gonna happen. I don't know. I mean, and then, you know, Andrew Polk and Joe Cardosi, they have this whole thing with, you know, Louis C.K. and Hannibal Burris just kind of falling to, the, to their laps like that, which was awesome. And they got a little bit of recognition because Louis liked them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but they were, you know, they're funny. And, and they fucking work their asses off. And, and they don't go out, like, seeking, you know, trying to contact Louis or make an album or anything. Just fucking run a goddamn room? They're running a room and they're doing stand-up all the time, you know. Uh, and they're, like, the the guys who run all the shows there. So it's just kind of silly to to jump the gun like that. I, I, I don't want to be... I don't want anyone to really, really see me until I'm, like, honestly, man, like ten years, like that, 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 that. I want to do like an album, just like ten years. I can remember when I was on uh, the on hiatus open mic podcast. Shout out to Dr. Dino, Mike Quinn Jr. And Dino was saying, well, I did go like, uh, and granted, this is even like two years ago, whatever. So I had even less material, but. Uh, He's like, I need to go like a Google or YouTube's, and there's like nothing on there. And I was like, dude, I have fucking. Did you just give him an accent? No. Oh, okay. I just I yeah, think... Google or YouTube. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Maybe I have a little saliva in my mouth, and I'm uh, channeling my inner Tom Feeney. She's just like sort of brown, so you just gave him like <laughs> so this Indian accent. G- generically, I uh, said like a... <laughs> Now I'm like consciously thinking about <laughs> it. Um, so he's like, I googled you, and I found on the computers. Um, I was like, dude, there's there's no reason for me to have any of my jokes on YouTube with yeah. my name on them. Yeah. I have fucking like 60 Twitter followers. Why would I be promoting, hey, this is crazy. I hit on a girl to talk about drive-thru. Like, yeah. Who gives a shit? And I almost, I almost don't even want to associate myself with like the – too closely. I don't want to associate myself too closely with like the, uh, the community or the – I don't know, just like the whole idea of, of being a stand-up comic right now. is just like, oh, it seems just like everybody's doing it. You know, like that top, that list of thou- a thousand comedians. It's like, it's such a fun... Uh, Andy Boyle posted something on um, Facebook yesterday that just said, being a comedian is hack. That's funny. And I was like, yeah, that's what it, it, kind of, it actually totally feels like that. You know, and it, I don't know, man. It, I know that in the 80s, this was kind of happening where like everybody was fucking being a stand-up. And like, but that was when like... You could be super shitty and get all sorts of work. Yeah, I mean that's definitely a different. Time. And it was a and it was a new it was a new style of comedy. And there was a bunch of coke, so everyone was like, "Yeah, let's go yeah, out." Awesome. Fucking Reagan is the shit. Yeah, and everybody was impressed at that point by people who could get on stage and make people laugh. But now no one, you know, not not no one, but a lot of people uh, don't give a shit because it's just like, yeah, this is old news. You gotta, you have to be something really, uh, really good. Um. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know how it's how it's working. But I, I, all these things that happen in stand up, like all, you know, I was, I was talking to Andy the other night, and he was just like, I, he was like, there are just too many comics, and I don't know, like, sometimes I wonder why I'm doing this, and I'm, if I'm just like wasting my time because I'm just another fucking comedian, and uh, I was like, I, uh, you, you can't. You just have to live through it. Oh, yeah. You just have to accept that that's what this is now, and you just have to keep getting better. And that's why I don't want to try and be a fucking, you know, try and put my stuff out there right now because 
I just don't, I want to be kind of invisible while I get better. I just want to, you know. You know what, dude, this is what, uh, when talking to, if someone who is not a comic finds out that you're a comic, it amazes me how many different ways they put, like, what we do. Speaking of craft, but how they phrase, like, oh, did you, um, did you do your skits? Or did you, did you go up there and, um, did, did you write that? Yeah. Did you write that? Is that your routine? Is that, yeah, is that your routine? Did you do your... Do you do your, do your skits? That's my favorite one. Do you do your skits? skits. Yeah. Do you do my skits? No, I did not do skits. Yeah. <laughs> I, did not. I did an act, mm-hmm. and I told jokes, and those are my bits. When I didn't, I didn't do a skit, and yeah, I wrote those. I yeah. mean, it's just it's it's almost like if someone goes, if they skit find skit is a weird word. Yeah, if they find out that you're a musician, you know what I mean? Like, oh, cool. So are you in a band? Oh no, but you like you know, you like teach it, or you're in so fucking whatever, whatever. But it's, it's almost like kid gloves. If they find out you're a comedian, like, oh, did you? So you you do the, you do that you go that up there. That definitely that definitely comes from. I find that comes from people older people. Do you feel? Well, definitely that. But I think even in general, um, it's like it's like just glossed over. It's yeah. like you know, it's like I hate what's your style. Oh god, that's like one of the hardest questions. Yeah, what's your style? So what's your style? Like? I never get mad at that. I'm just like I've been. I get asked this question at least twice a month. And I don't know how to answer it. I still don't get it. Uh, non-ventriloquist? I, I retreat to observational. You know? I'm just like, ah, you know, I don't know. Observational, just kind of whatever I think is funny. Whatever I think is funny stories stuff. I try to just shoot, like, for self-deprecating. I'm like, I'm pretty self-deprecating. Yeah, That's, I, I usually give that. them that. Like, I I'm self-deprecating. C- I say cynical sometimes. Yeah. But I try not to, like, label myself as such. It's like anything, really. Cause I'm, oh, yeah. but it's You know, because you're always changing. And it's like... Uh, yeah, some nights on stage I am fucking cynical because I'm just in a bad mood, and some of my, you know, I used to thought it'd be a good idea, to, but well, actually, I didn't think it was, this was a good idea, but I thought it would be funny to have, you know, like the bio, which no one reads anyway, but you're supposed mm-hmm. to have a bio. I wanted to put something that was it was, uh, um, uh, was it blatant racism, veiled misogyny, and pro suicide? Was that it? Definitely veiled misogyny, and then was it blatant racism? I think so, but I just think that would be funny. Old. I think that was just that's just funny to me. Yeah. It's like blatant racism, failed misogyny, and pro suicide. It's oh, this actually. You know what I did actually for my speaking of all this kind of thing. What, what's your style or whatever? I think I've finally, and this is uh, not like a. I would say like this is puts me in in this mold, but something which I think is a not a defense, but an answer for. If someone is offended by like a material or anything I'm saying on stage, really, uh, it's like I I know it, well. It's I knew what I was doing, but now I actually figured out to put it into words. That I know I say awful shit because uh, I think it's funny, but I'm also have confidence in saying it as a joke because what I'm doing for like my persona, I guess, or what I'm or why I think the material that I'm saying when it does get a laugh works is on the level that yes I'm saying it but that's not me I'm the 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 the, the ignorance of it is what's funny like I'm pointing at it's so it's like outlandish right. but it's because and I'm saying it with a confidence like I believe it but I'm making fun of how 
ignorant one would have to be in order for that to be your train of thought. Right. So if someone gets offended by that, I'm like, you are a goddamn how how can you think that what I said is actually serious? Mm-hmm. As, as opposed to obviously, you know, it's like I'm saying a joke, ha ha roll here. It's like, hey, it's a joke, relax. And yeah. But that's what I've figured out, I guess, uh, where my angle is, at least with my material is I because God, I love saying just horrific things. Uh, but the the fact that I know that I'm making fun of how absolutely asinine you would have to be to really believe that. That's something that's very funny to me, um, just being that ignorant. So that's something that I'm actually kind of like at – it makes me not feel bad at all. Well, not that I did it before, but it makes me just not feel bad if someone is offended. It's like you you don't even get the right to be offended because you're completely missing what's going on right now. Yeah. You're completely missing that what that is is an act. That's an act of being ignorant. Right. Well, it's like um, it's like with Larry David, you know, <laughs> he's like a master of that, or it's just kind of, you know, you know, he writes this character that's uh, that's not who he is. It's it's crazy shit that, you know, he comes up with this character to do. This um, it's like autobiographical to a point. point. But then he, I mean, he also makes the joke of like it's the ideal version of myself. Yeah, what does he say about, like, there's some of the stuff, like, some of the things I do, like, some, what I read about, like, some of the stuff I have done, but the other is, uh, like, what if I did this? Or it's kind of like, like stuff that I wish that I could, could do. do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of, like, along the same lines where it's, like, yeah, this isn't, like, if people watch that show, there's a lot of people that don't watch that show because it's, like, they think it's offensive. And it's the same kinds of people that are, like, oh, well, he made fun of Michael J. Fox. He's, like, no, but look, he's he's the butt of the joke. He's He's fucking... He's Larry David, you know, so you got to, I don't know, it's, it's some people just overlook that stuff. And I don't know, you're going to find that a lot with the, the crowds that we're always performing for oh, yeah. and bonkers and stuff. Um, I don't know, man. Even I was thinking back to a fucking set I had at Side Splitters, man, and it was just fucking, un- just like, ugh, dude, I went out there usually fucking a joke that usually was pretty gangbusters and they were just looking at me. I was like, ugh, God, really? Would you, uh. This did you do that? It was Ricky Reyes. This is this is. I was thinking back to a set. Oh, geez, he was. This is when he was still in town. Fuck, I don't even remember if I. I must have been. No, he must have been. It was in the past year, a couple months ago. Okay. You know what I mean? But I was at Side Splitters, opening for him. He only had like a one nighter, so he was like, "Hey man, I need a ride. You want?" To? I was like, "Yeah, no problem." So I just remember hosted his time, and the host did okay. You know what I mean? Hosted, mm-hmm. he didn't kill it, but I mean, he did okay. And then when I got up and I didn't, damn, I was just like, and even, and it's not even like, the, the, it wasn't even like a one-liner. It was like, you know, it's fucking ba-bang, ba-bang, ba-bang. You're like, there's, there's, there's pops or there's tags in it. And then just, just swinging and missing, dude. And yeah. It's just like right out of the gate. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. I mean, it, 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 I think that it comes a lot uh, with your demeanor. Like when you get up on stage and some people... There needs to be some kind of buffer. There needs to be some kind of like, okay, we're all in, uh, you know, we all have an understanding of each other. Like, oh, I think they all need to like be on your side. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but- I mean, it's weird because like you watch somebody like uh, Chad Michaels. Um, is it? Is that what Chad, Chad Daniels? Um, it could be Daniel. But anyways, he he's the guy who's just on Pete Holmes' podcast. Really funny. Really great joke writer. And uh, he came out on the Conan and opened with this joke. Um uh, the other day I went golfing and beat my wife. Uh, those are two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got like, it got like a pretty good laugh, but like 
not that no, good. And then he like did another part to that joke, and then like it still didn't get like the laugh that it deserved. And then like you hear Conan like cracking up, and he like turns around, and he's like, "Thank you." <laughs> That's good. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That's like another. I don't know. It's another um, kind of scenario or situation where it's like. I don't know. It. it it's hard to tell, man. I don't know. I, I still don't get it. And that's why I, that's why I'm not fucking writing an album. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and uh fucking for the twelve people who listen to this, uh yeah, Nick and I are saying that we don't want to uh put all that shit out there. You do whatever you want. You wanna fucking have your put up your hey set number fucking thirteen on YouTube and this is me doing the same set somewhere, but uh, fucking put that shit out there. You're only gonna have you're only going to be throwing yourself to the sharks or disable the comments on those videos. But it it does seem, oh, God, it's like I'd rather have that footage for when, like you said, like 10 years later. Like, look at look how awful this is. Yeah. Look at all. Oh, look look at me. Look at me being really bad and laugh at that. So then I could be like, oh, God, now look at how I'm actually proud of the material that I do. Yeah. I'd rather, much rather be like sit on that, put that in the fucking personal museum, not put it on fucking the Internet for everybody. Yeah. Well, I know that like you always have to be producing material and, and performing. And like, that's, that's what makes you better as a comic. Um, <clears throat> you know, putting your name out there and getting notoriety isn't going to make you any better. Very true. Um, but it, uh, you know, you hear so many comedians like famous comics and they talk about how like, Oh, you know, at this point I finally feel like I'm a good comedian. And all these years where I was like, I thought I was good here. I thought I was good here. And I look back and it was just all garbage. Uh, and now I know that I'm good. So it's like, all right, well, that's like, not every comic does that. A lot of comics thought they were shit, like always. Um, and then they eventually became great. But uh, I don't know. It's, I don't, I, I, I look back at all that stuff, like all those prior years, and I'm like, man, I had such a big head. You know, at certain points when I was doing stand-up, like two, two years in, three years in, where I was like fucking killing at other bar all the time with like whatever fucking garbage I was telling. And I was doing really well. Uh, and I could have, like, just taken a whole bunch of shit that I had when I came up with, like, a 20 minutes. And been like, oh, I'm going to just record an album because, you know, fuck it. It's like, that's not a good idea, man. Because then you're representing yourself. You're always changing the way that you're thinking, you know. You're always changing your, your perspective. I think your perspective definitely gets finer. You know what I mean? I mean, the, the, I mean I, I, that's something, I, you know, you have to kind of, like, accept is that, yeah, you do grow. And, you know, uh, you know Pat Oswald was talking about how he um, – you know, he put up, like, or he, when he releases special, and then he's like, I look back at specials that I have, and I'm like, that is not me anymore. And it's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. I mean, you have to, that's just something you have to do is just produce material, put it out there, and then blah, blah, blah. But at this point, when it's like that early on, it's like, those are always the years the years that com- comedians look back, and they go, yeah, no, what the fuck was I doing? Yeah. What was I doing? What the fuck? So I don't know. It's It's... I mean, uh, yeah, sure. It's up to you. Uh, you know, uh, I just think a lot of people, this... you know, I think a lot of people, they like the fact that, well, one, we're already fucking want the attention of being up on stage. So then there's more attention if it lives over here for anybody to discover. And maybe someone will be like, oh, shit, look at this. Per-. I think there's like a grand del- delusion to it. That's what I think. I think there's this. I think um, you're definitely uh, like echoing the sediment saying you know like two years and three years and you had like a really big head and you know when you're doing really well because you 
you know, been going out and figuring out, you know, how to be, you know, tell decent jokes or tell your jokes decently on stage. And then it's like, well, well fuck, once, once it's like that, it's like, well, shit, well, I'm, I'm ready for the next step. I'm going to go fucking put this shit up on the internet because I, I think it's good. I know it's good. I mean, look, look, these people laugh. I know it's good. I think there's definitely just a, a, a mindset. I mean, that because that this different audience exists, why would I not put it for this different audience? And, I mean, yeah. so of course, I mean, again, fucking tweet and put Facebook things up and create. Yeah. But I'm just saying for Nick and I, let's, no, I don't want to do that. No. no. Sorry. I'm not doing it. No. I don't want to, yeah, I, I, because I, I don't know, I mean, I, going to, to, I keep saying, I don't know. This fucking, this, this podcast is going down the garbage. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, it's, it's funny because I think about that, like, quite often now where I'm just like, you know, what, what is this, 88 or 87? 87. 87. Uh, I'm like, all right, March 30th, I'm out of here. And, uh, you know, it's just like, it's still got, still got fucking, what, 12, 13 episodes? We can Th- put a fork in it. You want to fucking put no, a fork in it? No, 100. It's it's a it's a matter of principle. It's just like. It is a nice goal. Got to have that finality. Did 100 episodes. And I just don't know. It's like, I just want people to fucking show us like that they're listening you know i know that we have like oh we have like 50 to 70 listeners a week sometimes it's like but we also do nothing to promote i know i know i know i know but and and again at this point it's like if this was like if this was like episode 15 uh you know we could be like all right let's get this website together and let's start yeah it's like at this point it's, it's just so i don't know i don't know how what to relate this to but it's just like a job that you know you're getting fired from, <laughs> you know, like you know that woman who was on the uh, the news, who said, uh, who who she she was on like fucking Fox or I'm guessing it's Fox if you're saying about someone doing something dumb in the news. She no, she was getting fired. Oh, and she knew that she was getting fired, and so she's like doing some story. Oh, about, she said like, fuck this, I quit. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's like, great. fuck this. Like she said something about weed. Like I smoke weed or I like weed. She or was gonna go like open a dispensary or something. Yeah, yeah. And just like left. She's like, fuck this. I and quit. She, oh, but somebody brought up a really good joke. It was on this podcast I was listening to about uh, because uh, she was black, and he was like, and you know, on like a news station that somebody vouched to get her that job, <laughs> and he was like, and she just threw that guy under the bus. He's like, no, look, she's great. She, she's never. I mean, she's not gonna fucking. She's not gonna say like, fuck this. I smoke weed and you know walk off the set. Listen, she's not gonna be sassy black. Yeah, she's gonna... I thought that was a really good point. But I, you know, that's how, that's kind of how I feel about this podcast right now. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Um, uh, eh, what are we talking about? Oh, uh, we're gonna read the glowing emails we got from uh, dozens of listeners saying, "Please oh, really? don't, please." Please continue with this goddamn misery fucking train. You want to come to New York? <laughs> you got to get me excited about that, though, right? I'm very excited about yeah. about that. I'm I'm more excited about it than I've ever been in, about anything in my life, uh, because uh, I love New York. I love I love being there. I love the anonymity. I I I I dude. I have been so not attracted to the idea and i think i've said this on the fuck i don't need to say it i don't care if you guys have heard it you fucking heard it uh but i i i'm not attracted to the idea of show business i don't like it you know i i i haven't experienced it but as i get further on into this career it just seems less appealing 
You know, and the fact that the people, you know, saying like, "I want to get famous. I want to go on a sitcom." I'm doing preacher right now. Uh, I love preacher. We still gotta get him on here before we cut it. Uh, but uh, more episodes. But uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I I like. I almost feel like. Not even being like Doug Stanhope's character on Louie, where he's just like this kind of underground road dog. Fucking lush. Yeah, but he's fucking sack. like. But he's like he's a brilliant comic still in the show, but I kind of want to be, I don't know, man. Amy Schumer, Amy Poehler, I mean, um, has it, brought one this, of uh, one thousand up and coming comedians, by the way. Yeah, she's on the Both list. Of them. Uh, but uh, she in her book, uh, which I'm reading right now, which I'm actually just listening to the audiobook, which is I think the best way to do stuff like that to listen to like. Uh, is it auto- as read by herself? Yeah. Oh, autobiographies, um, you know, especially if they're comedy, I think it's like the best. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, read it the way that she... It's in their voice. Yeah. Literally, it's in yeah. their voice. So read, yeah, just listen to the audiobook. I'm gonna, I want to do the same with Tina Fey's, um, but, uh, and probably Mark Maron's. But anyways, she, she has brought up this many times about how she's like just... She was talking about how she hates people who come up to her and say like, Oh, here's my script or whatever. Or like, hey, remember my name? I'm gonna be famous, you know, blah blah blah. She's like, those people are never famous. Like, they never get what they want because that's not how you do it. She's like, you know, you wait tables and you slave uh, over, you know, open mics and 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 write bad sketches and and tour and you know, basically fail over and over and over and over. Um. And uh, like he's, she's like, what what story? Because like she's like, that's what I was doing. She was like, but I, I I also was imagining, you know, like Lauren Michaels coming up to me and saying like, hey sweetheart, I got this show that I might you know uh, want you to check out or whatever. Um, and uh, she's like, you don't hear stories about people who are just like hitting the streets, finding celebrities, and giving them their fucking material. Um, and she says she gets like really mad at people like that. Um, but she's also said like, just get really really good at what you do. And then eventually one of your friends will get a job and then convince somebody to give you a job, Uh, (laughs) which is kind of like, you know, something that is it's kind of true, you know, because it's it's, it's that same thing of like uh, like T.J. Miller said um, you you come up with the click that you started with and um, he's like clicks form and then they move up together. And that is what happens. And you, you, you start with a bunch of funny people, and you all admire each other. And um, it's like, dude, talent attracts talent. That's a fucking thing. And all these people that we know that are really funny, and, like, we know the ones that are really funny. Oh, yeah. You know? And we know the ones that are hardworking. You know, you look at Ryan O'Toole, and Ryan O'Toole was funny – right when he came on the scene. You know? He wasn't, like, obviously not a strong stand-up because nobody – is when they first start but you saw him just getting better and you saw him working his ass off doing all the stuff with the improv team oh. that's why we we're calling him the matt besser of orlando and then this kid just gets up and goes to la because it's what he fucking wants to do it's what he thinks is going to be the next step forward you know and that's and it's not kinda... like he's in la holding waving scripts around trying to find he's doing yeah. exactly what he was doing here there working yeah. his ass off right exactly so it's it's you know it's uh uh, those people are, you know, I, when I when I when I saw when I saw Ryan, it was like, you know, within the first like six months of knowing the guy, 
I was like, oh, this guy's going to be successful in what he does. I mean, it's just you, you see the work ethic. You see that he's talented. You see that he understands funny. People like that, we know tons of people like that. You know, we know Ross Martin is another one of those guys that he understands funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't like Bill Burr, which, uh, Ugh, you know, which he can well, go fuck himself. Yeah. But um, but he is very funny, and he totally and he totally gets it. You know, and you see the people that don't. You know? Speaking of Bill Burr, be undeniable. That's what he says. Be yep. undeniable. Just be as good as you can. Be undeniable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you have to be so good that just nobody can say that you're not. Except for the people that just don't think you are. And it's <laughs> going to take, you know, a friend to point out somebody who signs checks. You're like, no, no, check out my friend. He's really funny. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 really. He's going to be good. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. But I just think it's like, if you, if you, like, no one's going to give you a handout if they don't think you deserve it. True. You know what I mean? So it's like if, if, say if, you know, one of our friends, you know, gets, gets some writing gig and they're like, if, if they get a solid writing gig and they think of you. And they're like, this guy is good. Fucking hire this guy. That means that you're good. It, it, it might mean that you're also just a really good friend, but it means that this person trusts that you're good for the job. Yeah. Which... And it means that you have not, if I, if, if say Ryan O'Toole gets some job and then he was like, um, you know, he was thinking of people in his head who, who would be good to fucking hire then he's not going to be thinking of somebody who used to be funny and then abandon it and just kind of like lives in Florida and does some bullshit. Um, you know, and if I got a gig, you know, I would think like people that come to my head, okay, you know, you, fucking Ross Martin, uh, fucking uh, Ryan O'Toole, like all these different people that I'm like, these guys are all fucking hardworking uh, writers. Like they're funny. You know what I mean? That's the other. Yeah, you, you got to have the proof's got to be in the pudding. Yeah, and you have this massive Twitter feed with uh, two hundred followers. <laughs> you know, I could be like, look, go, go look, look, check I'm up that to out. Two two seventy six. This guy's I think. fucking in a cabin alone <laughs> tweeting. <laughs> you see <laughs> that tweet? Fucking last week, it got two likes or two favorites. <laughs> if you guys don't know, listeners, Clay tweets like a motherfucker. He tweets at least once a day. Except for the past week, where I had the flu. Yeah, he's into the flu. But he tweets at least once a day, and uh, and not a lot of whole, not a whole lot of people do that. Um, and then other days you come up with like what four or five. Yeah, dude, I'll try to bang him out. And this, dude, it's crazy that I do when I follow people who Alex is huge on Twitter, of course, far better Twitterer than I. But he, um, you know, he when we were talking about tweeting and shit, he's like, "How many people do you follow?" I was like, "No one." He's like, "Give me your fucking phone. Let me follow some people for you." And he, and, and granted, there's um, some good good taste he has, and I'm looking at some of these people who are very funny. And then some of these people who have put out very funny tweets. I think you even made a you made a tweet about that got some love. It's like. Uh, oh, good Jesus! Yeah, um, it was like um, can't wait to get you know twelve thousand retweets or whatever for just putting something like it was, I, I can't say, decide I what can't, to eat. I can't wait until I'm famous so that I can get twelve thousand favorites for saying "damn can't sleep." Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. th- then there'll be shit where I know that the person whom is you know has fucking ten thousand followers and does create very funny tweets. It's something just like. Oops, dropped my bagel, and and I'm sure in their head there it's oh, this is just funny. Like they right. they think that's a joke, and it's you're getting love because you already have the fucking ten thousand. Right. Well, that's kind of like Mark Mark Maron does that. He does that a lot. But he does that, but he'll like stream it. Like he's yeah. almost he's doing like stream of consciousness yeah, shit. Yeah, then he'll yeah, like get yeah. angry well, at himself. I mean, that's not to fucking you know discredit him because he's a fucking he's a genius. Yeah. But he 
I mean, uh, he breaks that down. He'll take that one th- statement, and well, he's like, what was I thinking? Why did I do yeah, that? Yeah, I'm eating like, ice cream over it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go wash the shame off in the shower. But Are we good? <laughs> <laughs> I still can't stop thinking about it. Like, he, th- <laughs> like he turns one he turns like one tweet into a fucking impromptu psychotherapy session. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there there are some times where he'll just like tweet out like fuck, <laughs> you know, just like. I think it's it, like thousands of favorites, but you know, I mean, those are it's his fans, which is great, you know. I think at that point too, when it's something when he does that shit, I'm sure one, I'm pretty probably just quite possibly just tweet the word fuck, and then there is I can just see him at some fucking wherever where shit's not going his way, and him fucking just like, well, got to turn to my phone to fucking at least get this anger out like I can, and then come you know Monday or Thursday, he's like. Okay, I'm doing better, but yeah. this is what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? He talks about yeah, he talks about like how he yeah he loves Twitter. I think I think he said that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I w- w- yeah, Twitter for me has still been like this um, this this thing where I've I've liked it and then I've been like ah eh, whatever and there's like days where I'm also um, I'm, I'm like ah fuck Twitter I don't need Twitter but it's like a defense mechanism where like I just can't think of anything funny to write. Oh, dude, I can't tell you how many times I've just stared at the fucking blank thing. It's like definition of the blank page. Just yeah. like, and then I'll leave, I've got drafts, you know, saved, and I'm yeah. just looking at them like, I've deleted tweets a couple times because I tweeted something out, and I'm just like, oh, that's terrible. This goes back to like putting out, you know, stuff on our record, you know what I mean? Or the record of us. It's like, oh, God, I don't want this to represent me. My name is on this. My face is in the avatar. Talking about like being represented in a poor way, like the video that I made for Odyssey, the not the holiday one, which was actually quite funny. Okay. Ish. Uh, the one before it with the newscasters with the newscasters where it was like informative yes. and we try to do like cheap just not cheap jokes but just like bad weak jokes mm-hmm. it was so bad it's so to me it's like the worst it's the least funny I've ever been in my life <laughs> and I'm one and it's on YouTube right now it's like and it has my name and my face and me just doing these bad jokes about cats and uh I'm 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 like I'm, 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 I, there's gonna be a point I think where I'm gonna call my my boss like in a couple of years and be like hey could you just take that down? Do you know what else I think probably lives on there is the other fake newscast we did a couple of years yeah. ago that also lives on That's YouTube bad. somewhere. I think that uh, dry kisses might live somewhere <laughs> on YouTube. Oh as well. no! Oh god! We we have done we have made some mistakes. I'm physically guys. cringing at that fucking yeah. video <laughs> please don't uh well this was so weird about that movie but for the listeners this is like a, oh. a just a student film at full sale which is like a kind of a joke of a school because the only reason it is is because anybody can get in and they just get out a hundred thousand dollars in student loans and then they go to the school a lot of people come out and they're successful but a lot of losers go in there Anyway, so one of the losers decided to make a, a short film, and then they cast us because uh, we're dumb we're for auditioning. Also, we're also losers, um, but uh, it was all about this dryer that comes to life and writes uh, secret messages on this guy's clothing, and they're romantic. Uh, so this guy has, and then it's like at the end, it's like, oh, what is it? Was it a drink? Because he wakes up, and then it's like, but then like the fucking dryer is like, like in bed next yeah. to him. It's like, oh, was it a dream or wasn't it? Whoa! <laughs> One of the just worst fucking pieces of shit. I hope the guy, I hope the kid got an F. Like, <laughs> I hope like they like, you know, we grade on completion, but then they saw that and they're like, F, <laughs> awful, no. So basically, uh, uh, what, what was the fucking? Oh, the 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 part that really kills me 
is in the script it says it opens with you and me. These... In the script, it doesn't open with you and me. In the script, we were in the middle of that script, and then in the movie, it opens it with opens us. It opens with us. Yes. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we... <laughs> oh, man. So much shit went wrong. But it's just me and you in front of this horrible, blue, horrible not, not even a blue, blue, not even a blue screen, like a faux wall for like a fucking one story if you're making a play. Yeah, and I brought a, a series, a, I brought a wardrobe, I brought a, a few shirts, and they told me to wear the blue shirt. So I'm like wearing this blue shirt against this blue wall. And then, no, there and is, then I think you're wearing a blue too, I think yeah, you're wearing really. a blue janitor's outfit. <laughs> and then there's a fucking blue, blue water, water cooler. <laughs> And there is nothing else. Like There's we're no- supposed to be in this, you know, like break room, and right. there is nothing else. <laughs> yeah. No table, no, no, no build. It's like just co- in the corner. Board. It's just in the corner of this room, sitting there, and we're standing in the corner, in between the fucking like the the crease. <laughs> and it was supposed to be that I was at work. Like- I was a, a worker. I was working in an office, and you were a janitor. And you and I, <laughs> you and I were just like meeting by the water cooler to talk. You had a mop, yep, of course. Which you didn't. They're saying you never got the full shot, so I'm just holding a stick. They didn't get a, a wide. Didn't, they didn't get a wide. It was just close up. It's it, it two shots started Two with, shots. with close ups, but before that, they did like an establishing shot, and it was of a school, <laughs> and then they had a bell ring. ring. So a bell rings. To kind of like tell the audience, like, hey, this is a school. And then cut to close-up of my face. And then a close-up to you. And then zoom out. And it's like these two guys in a water cooler. It's like, what the fuck is going on right now? And we're talking about... What are we fucking talking about? Dude, I can't even remember what the dialogue we were talking about. If anyone wants to see a, a garbage just production, just go <laughs> dry kisses, kisses. On, on YouTube. Watch, watch Clay and I do decent acting for, for what kind of writing we were given. And remember the other thing too. There was just that uh, there was the guy, like the teacher. It's all student-made films too, and I probably just blew out your ears. Sorry about that. Uh, it's all like student-made. You know, they film, they run the cameras, and they write it, and they cast it, and all the other bullshit. But there is like a, I wouldn't even call him like an instructor. He's just like a guy who knows what equipment they're using, who's in the room with them, who works at the school. And this dude, and he was like overweight, and he was just sitting in that fucking like dolly chair for like the whole shoot. And people would come up and ask him, be like, well, how come this is blinking? And he's like, oh, because you did get to hit this. And then, well, welcome, this is all black. Well, you got to take the lens cap off. Like, he's not doing anything other than making sure that if something's broken, that he can fill out the paperwork for it, which you know he doesn't want to do. There's no, like, just how oh, shitty, yeah. how shitty it was done. Like he said, like the blue on blue on blue on blue. If if anyone who even cared about it, you know what I mean? Be like, especially since this guy works there and is supposed to know fucking you know films just composition yeah. of a frame because yeah. you think it'd be like hey maybe maybe you want to break this up a little bit just even push them in the right direction yeah. like it's, it looks a little blue maybe break it up a little bit you just fucking say the yeah. whole shit was just a shit show dry kisses find it on youtube well, it just shows yeah just shows fantastic that... nick and i yeah bring it on award-winning a student film award winning well it shows form. how like it shows how important well f- i mean so many of those kids are beyond delusional just Oh my God! I listened to this one kid uh, when I was at Valencia, who was just like talking about one day he was talking about like doing smoking weed in the woods and like eating mushrooms with his friends, and uh, and then the next day he was talking about how his movies that he's gonna make are gonna be like the shit, 
he was like, my movies are going to be the bomb. My movies are going to be the best. And I was like, oh, no, they're not. I know for a fact. I know for a fact they're not, sir. You will be nothing. Nothing. <laughs> In that fucking drug-fueled fantasy land, I'm sure they are the shit. Yeah, I mean, well, it, 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 um, it's a mixture of just, like, students who think that, oh, if I go to this film school, I'm going to be a filmmaker. It's all going to turn around. And then... The, also combined with the professors that aren't good professors. They're just, I don't care. No. I'm just kind of doing my job. It's, no, you guys got to learn. You know, you can... Man, if I'm... Dude, if I had access to that equipment, I would, like, write all sorts of shit. And, and, not, be and super, not make that shit. That, yeah. You know what I mean? I would just be so excited to have access to fucking, like, <coughs> cranes and shit. <laughs> like, all this stuff that's, like, professional, like... It'd be awesome. And I think that's also about a good – that's a good uh, representative of exactly what they it, – it's disproving its own point. Like, hey, if you go here, you're going to be the next fucking Steven Spielberg, and you see the less than mediocre material that comes out of there, yeah. should be a pretty good indicator to, like, the student body as a whole. Like, oh, shit, I'm not good at this. This person isn't good at it. This person is fucking horrible at it. Like, yeah. the, 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 the percentage of people who actually would take advantage of that is so slim. Yeah. It's so slim. And even that one person, like, the thing that comes out good, I'm sure they're the one who's fucking the, the bulk of it writing it, yelling at everybody on set because they're directing it, fucking moving with whatever kid on the camera. I was like, well, I thought this was good. He's like, then how come his fucking top of his head is chopped off? Let me fucking double check your work. Yeah. Slaving over in the editing bay. You know, somebody who, like we're saying, you know, is the... You have to be the best at your craft as you can be. Like that's those are the people who are actually like, you know, my movie's gonna be the shit. It's yeah. like I, I believe well, you. There was there was one point where uh, I was shooting some other movie in that studio, some short, and um, oh, work. Uh, what's that? At work or that's no at that school. Oh, okay. And uh, there was this one scene in a pharmacy, and the pharmacy just looked. So, it was like paper. <laughs> like the walls were made of paper. Oh, I remember this movie. I really remember yeah. that movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but. At one point, the person who's supposed to play the pharmacist got, like, so mad that they, he just walked out. And so they just grabbed, like, a tech dude to play this part. And he he was – it was just, like – he was supposed to play this, like, creepy – it was supposed to be, like, a dream sequence. Like, I was, a, like, a drug-addled fucking – I was in a crazy state of mind, my character. You were thinking about your movies, how awesome they were going to be. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, – and – um. The, the guy who played the pharmacist was supposed to be kind of, you know, you know, sinister looking and stuff. And just like the facial expressions that he was giving me is like <laughs> trying to look like evil and like kind of like demented. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, this is just this is so bad. I remember like the first one that I did. I remember the the first day of shooting was such a shit show that the director kid came up to me. He's like, hey, man, can you, can you just be honest? Can And I get it. If not, but like. Are you gonna come back tomorrow? <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, dude, I'll fucking I'm a man of my word." And I should have just fucking bailed on him. I should have yeah. said, "Yeah, man, I'm a man of my word," and I just like hit the snooze on my fucking alarms. It's going off at six in the fucking morning. So I can drive yeah. up to the shitty ass. Well, I mean, if set. they would help us out a little bit more, I mean, they gave us like free lunch. I think. Oh god, yeah, but it's not. <laughs> and they don't pay for your gas. Nope. But when they and say they, they say will, they will. They're like, yeah, just give us your receipt. Dude, I did like half a dozen of those things. I've seen like two of them. Oh yeah, get, put make sure that so and so gets your address. They'll send you a fucking copy in the mail oh really i remember i did i got cast for something else well not even cast i helped someone else film something and uh, somehow he knew someone at 
uh, Full Sail. And he's like, oh, that's right. I saw you in whatever the fuck it was called from the Full Sail. And I was like, how, how did you see that? And he's like, oh, I got it from the school. I was like, I'm in it. And they didn't, I haven't even gotten it from the school. Yeah. It's fucking I've ridiculous. been thinking about going out and auditioning again just to do it. <laughs> I went on for – or I did one for uh, some kid who looked like a little Woody Allen. He looked like a young – Oh, 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 the the kid who was casting. Yeah, the whatever. casting director. Sorry, yeah, but uh, I, I thought it was in. like your role was for no, young Woody no. Allen. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I walked in and he's like this little ginger, like Jewish looking kid, uh, but just glasses, like thick frame glasses, tiny, skinny, and he had like it was like the best script that I had read yeah. so far, like of all the auditions that I'd done. And I was like, I actually kind of would like to do this. I would like to be cast in this. It'd be fun. And then I was the one that, of course, I didn't get cast in. Um, but yeah, I remember because he he was he, he he was one of these guys that was very like he seemed very uh, like uh, attentive, you know. And he was like watching everything that I did. And then when I was done, he was like, "All right, that was really good, but could you do it like? Uh, could you give a little?" He was very like uh, constructive, and. Uh, I was like, man, I kind of want to impress this kid. You know? <laughs> I was like, I kind of want to do good for this guy. And then uh, I think he was looking for range, you know, because that's always they say, yeah. say tell you to do something. If they, they say go bigger, then it's like go, go as fucking, big as you can, go real big. Uh, I didn't do that, but anyways, that's just another thing. I remember one of the ones I got cast. Like I read for something, and they was like, can you read for this? And I was like, yeah, I'll read for that. And then it was for like a bigger like part, and um, and. I was like, yeah, fucking hey. And then I got cast in the thing that, like, I didn't even go in the original audition for it for, like, the bigger part. And it was a boss. Like, I was supposed to be a boss who, uh, oh, God, here's the premise of this fucking joke. A dude who's a pirate somehow is, like, in modern day times. And he's, you know, going, he needs to f- work because he's, there's no more pirates. So uh, <clears throat> whatever, like, office job I was the boss for or something. And, uh Dude, the funniest shit was at the end of every take because they have to move the camera to get coverage. And um, so at the end of every take, when we would, you know, obviously there was going to be like four setups um, of the camera, that is. So at the end of every take for the fucking 11th time, I would just end on something completely different. Like I just took because it was a funny out anyway. He, like he, I fire him and he storms out and I would come up with like a funny thing to say. And dude. The 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 first time I did it, like then the dude who played the pirate was super old, like fucking ancient, right. and he got all confused, like he thought he had another line after that, and they're like cut cut cut, and they're like what happened, and he's like well you did, he, he got mad at me, he's like well that's not in the script, that's I was like dude it's the last line it doesn't matter, and he's like well what am I supposed to do, I was like well you you're leaving you I fired you, he's like well. But then what do I say? I was like, nothing. I'm just I'm doing it because it's the last thing. They're just rolling. And he's like, well, well, this doesn't make any sense. I'm like, how does it not make it? Like, we as an actor, as like, yeah, or yeah. as an actor, I was like, how do you? I'm not against you. I'm not trying to like fuck you up, old dude. I'm just trying to make this as fun for everyone as we can. It's the last thing that's being said in the scene anyway. And then they cut. There's nothing you need to do. walk. Just yeah. leave. It just shows how, like, just how, like, like you said, like one kid who's asking and they for cast range that and everything. Guy just oh yeah, he right. Was old. It shows like just the minimal amount of whoever's working on it knows what the fuck's going on. Like, so, like you said, like I want to impress this kid. Like you know, yeah. He's he's actually taking it seriously and knows how fucking what he wants. Well, now I kind of want to go back 
and do another reading. Hey, listen, I know I kind of screwed up. Yeah, yeah. Give me a second chance. Where's that little Woody Allen-looking kid? He's already graduated and fucking moved to L.A. Uh, movies for the shit. I uh, I know. I kind of want to go back and just observe things now and just kind of like uh, do another thing if I get cast in it and just do it and just like look at all the equipment and like talk to the people because there's always dudes in there who like actually kind of give a shit about what they're doing and they're always like the tech guys. Oh, they're always the tech guys because they're like, shit, I'm going to fucking pay my rent with yeah, this fucking shit. exactly. Like sound guys, like pretty much every sound guy that goes there is probably going to get a job. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I just kind of want to I don't know. I'm I'm really interested in in film and becoming more so, but you know, it's like there's it's so fucking expensive to do anything like that looks really good. So you have to like know people and uh That's the other thing too. It's like I'm all for fucking making shit, but it sucks it sucks knowing that it's relatively easy. Yes, it's expensive. Yes, you know, but it's relatively easy to make something like quality. And by that, I mean it looks good. It's right. edited well, like color corrected. Right. The sound is clean. Because yeah. you can do shit on fucking your phone and whatever. But, I mean, it's like, oh, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing. And it's easy to do well. It's easy to do. Yeah, there's moving parts involved. But it's easy to do well. Yeah. And it's a, dude, it's a kick in the dick when you go and you see all that shit that they got. And you're fucking doing a goddamn movie where a, a dryer is writing love notes into a kid's clothes. <laughs> Yeah. We're standing, we're all in blue in front of a blue wall and a blue water cooler. Yeah, at a, yeah. At a job that's a school. It's terrible. It's terrible. I like to do it. I remember I stopped doing them because of all that bullshit. If you've been listening about not reimbursing us for money and long days and horrible food and just shitty material to work with. But a couple times I've, because I've, you can audition at these things. You can go and audition. Um, it's almost like a cattle call where you can audition for shit. If they're sh- filming six things, you can audition for all six parts. If there's a part for, you know, whatever you look like. Um, and I got like, like, oh, we were wondering if you could. Like, nah, I can't. I can't. Just, I was just glad, like, just the ego boost. Like, oh, God, I, I got cast. I turned down a couple. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. feels good. Yeah. There were a couple that I turned yeah, like, down. I, was, I thought it was better than all those other assholes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they probably run into a lot of shit where it's like, we don't have any other choices. Like, we only had three people audition for this part. That or the three other people above them fucking canned. And they're yeah. like, oh, it's going on the list. Tell yep. them they're our first choice. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But I would love to actually, like, somehow find a decent script, a decent short film that one of these... It's usually like, sometimes they have guys from UCF coming in, which are sometimes a little bit better. You know, sometimes, sometimes, because uh, it just seems like all the full cell guys are just garbage. But anyways, that's enough. Enough of that. Go but I was I was looking dance. to I was, I was looking because uh, I was I, 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 I lighting to me is so cool mm-hmm. and it's so important. Um, and I want to it's such an art. It's such a separate thing. It's like it's completely different. Oh, my God, dude. That is. uh and then there's sound too. I mean, sound is also another fucking thing. Oh yeah, sounds. But 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 lighting is like, uh, you know, man, you you got to pay thirty five hundred dollars for an airy kit, you know, and it's like, I just want, just give me, an, someone just give me a fucking airy <laughs> kit, or Ari, whatever. But uh, it's you know that would be so helpful, and I would have so much fun like, just working on different like lighting like lighting scenes oh yeah i mean ways. it's as long as like i'm i'm proficient enough where i can light a scene so i'm like hiding shadows you know what i mean i can do that i can get rid of the shadows then 
other shit. I'm like, put it, put it, let's put a gel on that one. Yeah. And then let's put another gel on that. Let's yeah. see what that does. <laughs> another gel, so, maybe just dim. dim. <laughs> what we got? Was it a 300? Let's bring in the 150. <laughs> do, we have a, do we have a scrim? How about a bounce board? I just yeah. know like, the shit that's in the art yeah. kit. <laughs> that's, uh, I've learned, um, I learned what a scrim was like uh, two months ago. Did you put a scrim on it? So, but yeah, it definitely is an art. And then the other thing with fucking sound. Sound is, I've, from just slicing stuff up, like working at the production house, it's crazy how when the shit comes in to, you know, the bay that you're working and then the export that you send to go to sound and it comes back, like, TV quality. I mean, it's such a fucking, I, I can never fuck with sound. Like, let's just take yeah. the, let's put a static filter on it and we'll watch for the pops. I want to, can you turn it up? <laughs> yeah, right. Turn it up a little. Sounds a little bit. Sounds a little bassy. Oh, there's nothing we can do about that because I don't know. Okay. Because <laughs> I fucked it up when I was recording. Okay. Okay. Sure. Cool. <laughs> you live, you learn, right, guys? <laughs> we'll fix it. We can fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're in post, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is post. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited. Though. I've been talking to my good buddy Tom. We're gonna, we're gonna film a short that we're gonna try and do right. He knows he's far more into the uh, production biz than I am. And along the lines of what you're saying about, you know, like a decent script and, you know, shit that, you know, equipment that is fucking good. He's got a uh, buddy of his who's worked on a bunch of fucking reality shows and shit. And he dumped his money. into. I think he's got a red, I think. Um, or what the fuck was the other one? In any case. Lumix. He's, I can't remember. He's calling in. You know, like, hey, I'm going to ask this guy and this guy, and we'll pay them because that's what we're going to try and do to make this thing legit, like get some actual fucking, you know, shine on it. But it's even then, it's like, hey, I know you're a guy who's my friend and has a camera, or it's like, hey, you're my guy who's a friend who has a camera who's worked on fucking TV shows and shit, and you know all about, like, lighting and, you know, how maybe we could do this with a camera and da-da-da-da-da. It's just, it's, it's, yes, it's making a fucking short, but it's trying to, like... But legitimate, like make legitimate, make it legitimately mm-hmm. with actual like professionals. Yep. Anything worth doing, we're doing well. Unlike if Tom Feeney was here, he'd probably say that his movie is fantastic. Yeah. Still love the guy, but he's fucking piece of shit. <laughs> um. What? Uh, what? Uh, yeah, that's it. That's the podcast for this week, guys. Hey. We never promote this thing, but you should check us out on the Facebook. Actually, we did get a couple of new likes. I saw Facebook informed me. So whoever you are, although I didn't say who, I didn't look to see who Thank was. you, guys. I yes. wonder if that blonde girl still listened to us because she, she was like, I just got into you guys. I wonder if she like got oh, to like a certain right. number and then she was like, I'm done. done. Done with that. Done with that. But Facebook, Stand Up Close and Personal. We're on iTunes. Also, it's Stand Up Close and Personal. And we love more than listens. The only thing we love more than listens is when people write us at stand up close and personal at gmail.com yeah this was not like a fun that funny episode i think we had some gems though we had some we, we had some gems. I also, yeah and plus there's a lot of inside talk a lot of, a lot of shop yeah talk. if you guys don't like film sorry about that um and uh it's probably gonna be a steady decline in quality yeah we got a couple of good guests lined up and then who who knows i think we'll do something big for uh 100 we'll, we'll figure it out um Maybe we'll all just get super fucking hammered and not have Tom here because <laughs> we all know what he'll say. You got to fucking fucking Murray. Yeah, whatever. Hold on. What are you on your phone for? What are you on your phone for? That's what that would go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, me. Hey, guys. This is Stand Up Close Birth Lady 7. We appreciate it as always. You're listening. And, uh, Thank you. It's Stand Up Close.